Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, or should I say Winter's Day. Winter is coming. It it ain't going nowhere for some of y'all. Be careful. Uh, And when I say be careful, I'm not just referring to us. It also takes me back to Nedard Stark. Shout to all my Game of Thronesians. Anytime someone says winter is coming, all I think about is like, damn, they really killed Ned Stark, bro. They really (laughs) took him out. (laughs) I will never recover from that, ever. Uh, today is National Classy Day. Okay. Yes, classy. Uh, <laughs> this day is dedicated to fashion, but you know what's not classy? I'll tell you. It's not classy that President Biden excluded literally the existence of Palestine from a recent statement he made on the last 100 days in Palestine. Yeah, so that was wild. And you know, I got to weigh in on that like a wrestler trying to get in the ring. Also, uh, on the mat, I should say. A wrestler trying to get on the mat. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X tried to keep it classy by apologizing after clashing with all of Christendom. Mm -hmm. The Protestants, the Pentecostals, the Baptists, (laughs) the Anglicans, the Episcopalians, the Lutherans. (sighs) But do we find the apology sufficient? We're going to have to find out uh, later on in the show, so stick around. Also, historian Ernest Krim will join us for Why Are You Bringing Up O-ish? Coming up this hour, Donald Trump yeah. won the Iowa caucuses. I know that some of y'all are like, what the cock is a caucus? Uh, and so we are going to give you some insight on what that is later. Some celebrities are opening up about being sober. And I'm going to tell you some things I want to be sober from, too. All that's coming up right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Of course, I got my big up let down where I give props for some dopeness, blows for some dumbness. And today it involves a ride or die boyfriend, some fingerprints and a disgruntled student. Mm. Y'all in this? Y'all rocking with me? Y'all riding with me? Okay, good. Because we got things to accomplish. (laughs) We'll be right back with the Amanda Seals Show. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. Right. <laughs> so historically, presidential candidates have looked to the Iowa caucus to help launch themselves to official nominee status. Candidates, especially those who aren't front runners, have used Iowa as a launch pad for attention, earned media, and of course, that money, the moolah. All right. So the caucuses mark the official start to the presidential nominating process. Republicans and Democrats both have caucuses. Barack Obama famously won in Iowa in 2008, which is what catapulted him in the primary race against Hillary Clinton. I think some people forget that Hillary Clinton was trying to be president for a minute. And 
like democratically, she was in the mix, but it was Obama that won the actual nomination from the Democratic um, National Convention. So Iowa Republicans had caucus meetings at 1,657 caucus sites this year. Representatives of each campaign, they make a short pitch for their candidate and then attendees cast secret ballots. I just want y'all to know, though, that like the way that they handle in these caucus situations is so bootleg. Like they be putting pieces of paper in a brown paper bag. I'm not even yeah, like I've seen that. I've seen <laughs> it's that. It's, seen it's, that. it's real. It's real homeboy LLC. Um, Iowans perceive themselves as key players in this process, contributing to the narrowing down of the candidate field. Now, the one thing I don't know is what made Iowa get this position. Like when, why, I don't know why Iowa became the site of the caucus, but, um, it's, it's, it's what it is. So what we learned is that they're riding for Trump. That was actually my question. How did Iowa, cause Iowa doesn't even have that many people to be making decisions like, that. <laughs> right. Well, then that's your homework. So okay. look it up and bring it back for us tomorrow because Turn I really out. don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of things. I, I do. I know all the Cosby children on the Cosby show. I can tell you about the reconstruction era, but I do not know why Iowa is the seat of the caulk of the caucus. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what the word caucus, like that word there. That's my homework. Where do we okay. get caucus from? Is it from Caucasians? Nah, that can't be it. That can't I don't know. It's the Caucus Mountains. It can't be so that simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the wild part, okay? Of course, people are like, what, who are we voting for? Who are we voting for? I mean, they're writing for Trump, criminal or nah. And I want to make it clear, shout out to my people in Philly, my, my brothers at the CFCF Detention Center, who I heard are fans of the show. I've been hearing a lot of brothers being like, that's why we need to vote for Trump. Guess who Trump don't care about? The people at yeah. CFCF. Okay. <laughs> at all. Like, and I know y'all are like, nah, but he did the first, the first, um, what was it called? Like first rule, first watch rule. These people don't care about you. I cannot stress it enough. They do not care. They they care about themselves and they'll do, they'll give you a little scrap if it means that they will get a full buck. You understand mm-hmm. me? They yeah. will do that. And then they make you be like, oh, my God, they gave us a scrap. Thank you, scrap daddy. <laughs> no, stop. OK, stop. And I think that it's getting to be really important. No, I think it is getting to be very important that all of us arm ourselves with the true information about these candidates. And I cannot stress enough that we continue to do it about other candidates beyond just the presidential candidates, about the DAs in our districts, the judges, people in the school board, yeah. mayors, the people that are in your Senate and your um, house in your state because they are making the laws of your state. All right. So, you know, we got we, we got a little bit of time, but this is now officially the start of the election year. OK, the caucus is caucused. Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with some pop culture here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, it's time to get into some pop culture news. Some good news. So rare. So Angela White, formerly known as Black China, okay, uh, announced that she has been sober for over a year. We Ooh. always got to cheer on 
we always got to cheer on uh, life changes like that because it is so hard for so many folks. I mean, you see videos of her and your mom and you're like, I understand why you was drinking. I get it. I understand. <laughs> um, she also said that she feels like her kids are getting older and I need to be 100% clear minded all the time. Now, you might be asking, since when is doing the, since when is Amanda doing Black China stories? <laughs> to be clear, I'm doing an Angela White story. That's why we're talking about it. Okay. Um, Ari Lennox also announced a year of sobriety from alcohol. Okay. She says, I'm one year sober from alcohol today. I needed an excuse to drink and not feel the pain of everyday life and trauma. My toxic relationship with alcohol left me stagnant with closed eyes, hindering my growth and my healing, hindering my ability to overcome fear. I'm letting go and letting God. I also love that it's particularly that Ari Lennox is finding this out earlier in her career because I feel like a lot of artists, like they become so dependent on the yeah. um, on the narcotics that it becomes a part of their like creative process. And then once they take it out of that factor, they, they like can't, yeah. They don't trust that they can still make the music. You, Everyone knows I'm talking about Mary J right now. I don't even know why I'm using coded oh, language. But that's what people used to be. They used to be like, oh, she's not the same now that she's healed. And it's like that. I don't like that. Um, it, the music wasn't the same, but I don't think it's because of her. It was because like, you know, just music was changing. But I'm really glad to see this. Uh, now, my homeboy, Tony Baker, who comedian Tony Baker came on the show recently. He had this to say once about his sobriety, and I think it's worth listening to. Yeah, I don't drink. Um, I just stopped drinking. I used to drink, and I wasn't an alcoholic. Like, whenever you tell people you don't drink, yeah. they always want an explanation. They always <laughs> want to know, what well, what happened? Was it a problem? Was you beating your kids? Did you ruin marriages? Did you kill somebody in the vehicle? Like, what happened? We can't believe you don't drink poison. <laughs> Explain to us why you don't drink poison. Yeah. I don't I don't get the shock. Like if I was to tell somebody, man, I don't never drink water, they'd be like, oh, okay. People be more shocked that you don't like the taste of alcohol than someone saying I don't like the taste of water. That is a f- true fact. Wow. You're like, really? Really? Mind you, when people say they don't like like, like the taste of water, I've heard people be like, shh. Feel yeah, I got to put stuff in my water. I'm like, you know what? But it makes you feel kind of weird when you have to like explain to people why you don't drink. Cause I don't drink. And um, you know, it was just because I moved to LA and like I saw too many people get DUIs and I was like, it ain't gonna be me. It's a good reason to stop. <laughs> it's a great reason to stop. And the prices of drinks are crazy right now. So it's now is the time if you're gonna stop. This is it, y'all. This is it. Save your money. You know what the other thing, too, is once I realized that, like, I could still have a good time without liquor, because I thought that I needed the liquor to have a good time, because at one Mm -hmm. point in time, I really kind of did. But then once I started realizing that, like, I'm good, like, I'm having a good time here. We're playing music, like, whatever. Like, I'm still funny. I let it go. And as a comic, I learned alcohol does not make you funnier. And it doesn't make you sharper. <laughs> it just makes you less aware yeah. of how you're coming off. <laughs> it's a difference. It's a real difference when you're so not. So what I would do, Smart, Funny, and Black, my show Smart, Funny, and Black, I, I, I've made it that it's a dry show, Supreme. It's a dry show. Oh, I won't wow. let people drink. Because I've had too many times where people think that drinking is going to make them better. And it requires you to be like witty and clever. So that liquor be slowing people down. It doesn't, they think it gives them liquid courage, but what it does is it doesn't make you sharp. It makes you slower and it makes you dumber. Um, 
So, you know, I'd be like, nah. Then I did have someone that was like, well, fine, I won't drink. And then they just did Coke. But, you know, that's a different oh, wow. thing. That's a different thing. <laughs> they took it to a whole nother level. <laughs> so, you know what? It's dry January. And um, you know what I want to talk about? We're, we're, we'll talk about this a little later. I'm going to bring this back because there are some things that I think we should be sober from outside of just the liquor okay and it's dry january it's dry january so we're gonna get into that a little we're gonna bring that back because i want to talk about it all right keep it locked right here we got 60 second headlines we amanda seal show we up we up we up welcome back y'all it's the amanda seal show how y'all doing out there so glad to be here with y'all bringing y'all these laughs and these facts because that's what we do here we listen laugh and learn all right because it's time to get on it. And that's why we got to give you all these 60 second headlines so that you can stay up on it. All right, Supreme. Here we go. Biotech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy and former Governor Hutcherson have both ended their campaign for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination after disappointing finishes in the Iowa caucuses, as they should have. Rama Swami was Rama annoying. I'm so glad to see him out the game because it was like, you ain't never had a chance. He went to Harvard and Yale and neither of those fancy degrees told him that he was doing a waste of money by trying to get this presidency. (laughs) Sit down, okay? (laughs) The Miami Heat announced this week they will honor the legacy of team legend and Hall of Famer Dwayne Wade by unveiling a statue of him in front of the Cassia Center in Miami. Can I just also say, y'all, that I really didn't watch basketball during the era that Dwayne was playing. So I know Dwayne Wade as Gabby Union's husband. Um, And so, like, that's how I know Dwayne. I had to ask somebody recently, like, was Dwayne really that good? They looked at me like I was out of my damn mind. I'm like... I'm like, that's the homie. I don't yeah. I don't know him as a ball player. I know him as a husband and as a great father to a trans daughter. Yeah, shout out to Dwayne Wade. Rice University in Houston is launching an Afrochemistry course that will reportedly apply chemical tools and analysis to understand black life in the US. Do we really need science to understand black life in the US? <laughs> I'm like, just pay attention and listen to some raps. I feel like this is um this is a water is wet type of situation. We're applying chemical tools and now you know what I you need to also add? What y'all gonna do with this? Yeah, I don't like it. It's weird. It's very weird. I don't like it. I feel like I, I don't like it. I, don't, I just in my conspiracy theory mind just was like, hold up now, hold up now. They clone Tyrone for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Jackson will hit the road again this summer for the sequel to her yes! 2023 Together Again tour. Tickets go on sale today. And I know you were hype about this because you missed the last time. So yes. you might get a chance to see Miss Jackson if you I have not. already contacted my plug. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my plug and my plug gave me the right response. He said, yes, I am DJing for Janet and I owe you. Okay. 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 Shout out to Philly's own DJ active. Yes, yes, I'm on yes. your top, Cannon. I'm on your top. <laughs> And that's your 60-second headlines coming up. We got Big Up, Let Down. And make sure you stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Set It. Or give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. You know the vibes. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to take y'all back into time for another edition of Why are You Bringing Up O-ish? We've got Ernest Krim. <laughs> Our favorite uh, internet historian and educator. Shout out to the whole Chicago. Ernest will be joining us to tell us about Oswald Dorsey. Oh, the whole Osborne Dorsey, Amanda. Osborne Dorsey. I'm Osborne sorry. Dorsey. See, I don't, but, but see, that, y'all, I don't know everything. That's why we got to bring folks in that can teach us. But it's like you said, you learned in the real time. So that, hey, that's what it is. So look, y'all. First off, thanks for having me again. So, if you walked through a door today, you can thank this black man named Osborne Dorsey, who invented the doorknob. Yes. Yes. I think a lot of folks probably would assume this is a recent, like, well, you would assume, I'm sorry, that the doorknob has been around for a long time, when in fact it hasn't. See, you know, it used to be that people would like doors with, like, latches and, you know, leather straps, actually, and they would put, like, that wooden, Mm. like, kind of a plank down to lock it. In 1870, yeah, right, right, right. So in 1878, this brother named Osborne Dorsey, who was from D.C., um, and he was only 17 years old, y'all. Imagine that, because, you know, 17, we got kids preparing for college and, you know, doing early applying and SAT and all that. This brother was out here inventing, and he invented the doorknob. And here's what's interesting about this from my perspective. Um, we don't know a lot about them. And for most folks who were inventors back then, sometimes we didn't. We would just have the, the patent application. So all mm-hmm. we can tell is when the next census was filed in 1880, this brother was he was living at home with his family still. And he was working as a butcher, which to me as a historian lets me know that he did not get rich off this invention like many would assume. Mm-hmm. This actually did not catch on to later. I would say, and this is just my perspective, conjecture, <laughs> Probably maybe because he was black. Maybe they didn't find a way to rip off the invention yet. But he was not able to see the fruits of his labor at all. We don't know for sure how his life ended, but we do know for a fact that if you Google it, it ain't going to be nobody that made, like, he didn't make an innovation. He didn't take what somebody else did and add something to it. He did the dang thing and invented the doorknob. So Osborne Dorsey, and if you kind of forget it, his last name is Dorsey, so that can kind of help you out right there. You know what I'm saying? I know that's a little corny, but hey, you know, that's what we do. We we appreciate (laughs) that kind of corn over here, all right? That's finger looking good. All right, Osborne Dorsey, you know, uh, my lawyer has actually been working on a book for quite some time now about just intellectual property and how there were so many attempts to steal black people's intellectual property over the course of time, not just during slavery, but like even up till now. I mean, remember even um, Lonnie Smith, I think his name is, who created the super soaker. Super like soaker. he had, he had to like fight for his intellectual property with the super soaker to get his bread. And, you know, Unfortunately, Osborne Dorsey didn't get to do that, but uh, we are still we're still turning his legacy every day. There you go. There you go. (laughs) We're still putting hands on his legacy every day. Well, shout out to Osborne Dorsey and shout out to you, Ernest Krim, for always schooling us on all things blackity black history. Now, please let the people know where they can get more Ernest Krim in their life. 
Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, at MRCrim3. That's C-R-I-M. Don't add an extra M to the name. It's Mr. Krim3. I'm on LinkedIn, YouTube, all at EarnestCrim.com. As a matter of fact, Osborne Dorsey is actually in my children's book, The ABCs of Affirming Black Children. I got him in there. Probably the only person that ever did that, so check that out. There you go. Innovation about innovators. We love it, Ernest. Can't wait to have you back on the show. Thank you once again for always informing us. Why are you bringing up old ish? The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the I said that like Fat Albert. Um, what's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Happy birthday. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. It is Michelle Obama's birthday. I know that I'm going to make a lot of people upset with this, but I am no longer impressed with Michelle Obama. Uh, I'm actually quite just like, you going to say something of substance anytime soon mm. with what's going on in the world? I just I'm I'm waiting. I saw her say that she's worried people won't vote because they're looking in their phones. And that just made me be like, Oh, uh, she said now, that. Yes. What? Go on my Instagram, Amanda Seals. I'm just, you know, it keeps me up at night that people aren't gonna vote. Maybe they're too busy with their phones. Ma'am. Mm. Is the, ma'am. You're not that disconnected. You got two cheering <laughs> of voting age. Now cut it out. It's also uh Steve Harvey's birthday. And I I just hope, uh, you know, that he is recovering well uh, from the Catwoman <laughs> Smackdown that, uh, you know, that came through like a tornado at the top of the year. It's also Dwayne Wade's birthday. We just uh, shouted him out. He's getting a statue. It is also Ray J's birthday. If he had one wish, it would have been to not hold his son when he was singing that note at Versus. It's also <laughs> Little John's birthday. Why is everyone born on this day? It's also Little Crazy. John's birthday. Shout out to the King of Crunk. Also, it is James Earl Jones' birthday. Shout out to the King of Zamunda. Um, and lastly, it's also Maury Povich's birthday, who freed a number of kings from the responsibility of fathering a child that was not theirs. So shout out to all of them and to the late Muhammad Ali. All right, coming up this hour, speaking of uh, presidents, President Biden issued a statement commemorating the milestone of 100 days since October 7th took place in Israel. And he was missing something very important from his statement. And we're going to talk about it, right? Also, Lil Nas is apologizing, Lil Nas X. Uh, but we want to dissect and determine, was it really an apology? Okay. We were talking about Afro chemistry last, uh, last hour. That's the chemistry we're going to figure out. Was it really an apology? We've also got my big up let down. Yes, my big up let down for the day is going to involve a ride or die boyfriend, some fingerprints and a disgruntled student. I know you've been waiting for it, so we're going to get to it. All right. Remember, the phone lines are always open. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. 
sometimes I hear people say, dang, why are you always talking about politics? Why are you always talking about politics? Because our lives are run by politics. That's why I be talking about it. Okay. I, I was like you at one point, I was trying to pretend like that wasn't the case or it was just, you know, like pesky and just annoying. Like, let's just talk about BS, but no, we got to get into it. President Biden marked 100 days since hostages were taken from Israel on October 7th, reiterating his commitment to rescue approximately 140 people still held by Hamas and Gaza. Now, by the way, Israel ain't really trying to do nothing about that. But, but Biden said, I'm going to get them, though. I'm going to get them, folks. All right. And there's as many as six Americans that are still hostage. This is a excerpt from his uh, 100 days message. He says, I will never forget the grief. I don't know how to impersonate him. So just deal with my my language. <laughs> I will never forget the grief and suffering I have heard in my meetings with the families of the American hostages. No one should have to endure even one day of what they've gone through, much less 100. That was good. So during this speech, during this speech, his response to hecklers, I don't even like that term in this context. So I'm going to call them uh radicals and revolutionaries or you know what we don't want to do that his response to humans saying hey we'd like a ceasefire was that i've been working quietly with the israeli government using all means at my disposal to get them to reduce and significantly get out of gaza you know you know what that sounds like to me supreme all these idiots talking a bunch of garbage that's my girl that's what it sounds like. It sounds like all these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. How do you do a whole speech and never mention Palestine? Y'all, he did not mention Palestine in this entire speech. For him as the president who is continuously using U.S. tax dollars to actually continue to fund this siege, not to acknowledge the people that the siege is actually affecting is absolutely unconscionable. I said a little earlier that Michelle Obama wasn't impressing me lately because she suggested that people don't want to vote because they're too busy with their phones. Well, baby, they in their phones watching the siege take place. We're watching Palestinians pass. I can't use that because it's too passive. We're watching Palestinians be actually starved to death. Mm. We're watching that. So when when you have President Biden saying, I won't forget these people telling me about these other people, baby, I won't forget these people showing me in real time the horror of what they're experiencing. And it just reminds us that we as Americans, even if we want to disassociate ourselves from politics, et cetera, politics is associated with us. Everything. You paying taxes, your taxes are being used for a myriad of things that a lot of times you have absolutely no control over. And this speech really said to me, you know what? Like he really doesn't understand. People are not rocking with him in this election mm. based on the way that he is actually behaving, his lack of humanity. So, you know, Trump, you got over here saying, if I was, if I was president, this would have been over by now. This would have been over by now, which, you know, I, I don't trust it. Then you have Nikki Haley over here. She just literally said that the Civil War didn't have nothing to do with slavery. And then two days later was like, my fault, my fault, God, my fault. I left it out. <laughs> Thanks, Nimrata. You know, then you got all these other, like, you got candidates that are, like, gaslighting by saying that climate change doesn't exist. It's just too much. It's just too much. Supreme, how has it, how has it affected you? Like, I wanted to say, did you um, mention that they bombed Yemen the other day, which is one of the most poor countries out there like why are you bombing Yemen like 
What? No, I did not mention that. But let me just tell you, like you just said, Yemen is one of the poorest countries. I just sent money to Yemen because they are in the middle of a entire food crisis. They literally just have no food. Now, Yemen is also the home of the Houthis. We have seen that the Houthis are the group that has been attacking these vessels that are trying to get to Israel. And they're doing so because they're like, we ride for Palestine. If y'all going to keep bombing mm-hmm. Palestine, then we going to stop your ships from getting to you, from bringing you gas, etc. And what we notice is that the response from the U.S., the U.K., Australia, et cetera, was so quick yeah. to actually challenge this. Now, the scary part about it is this. The Houthis are funded by Iran. Mm. And so, you know, it feels like what we're watching is an attempt to set off a whole situation in this part of the world. And by bombing Yemen, that they would then... Uh, bring out Iran and have Iran now be involved, which would then make it a much bigger situation. Yeah. So that's the fear. But you know what a lot of people have been saying? Get me a friend like Yemen. Because even in the middle of a famine, Yemen said, Yaman, put me in the game. Right. Put me in. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I ride. I ride. So that's your, uh, that's your up to date on this. You know, and of course, I always have to ask you all this very simple question. As it relates to the issues, the more informed we get, the less inclined they will be to do dumb ish. Okay, we can't let these people play in our faces. And I just want to send love out to the people of Palestine. Uh, The last functional hospital in Gaza, Nasser Hospital, was under attack last night. And we just continue to see these people be attacked and their their livelihood and their actual existence not be cared for and it's just simply uh just dis- dis- deplorable and you can put me on record as saying that we'll be right back to the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's the Amanda Seals show, everybody. How y'all doing out there? I am Amanda Seals. I hope this uh, Wednesday, this hump day is not too humpish for you. Speaking of humping, um, Lil Nas, I feel like, <laughs> does quite a bit of that in his choreo. He received a wave, a church fan wave of criticism from spectators, including uh, Christian artist Lecrae. He came in hot. He disagreed with the promo and visuals for his single, J. Christ. In one video, uh, Little Nas eats communion bread and drinks wine from a chalice while dressed as Jesus uh, with the caption, damn, he effing that ish up. Uh, the video also moves through like multiple biblical oriented scenes, finishing with Nas as Noah, building an ark and setting sail after the great flood with the video ending on an end of part one to be continued note. Here is the apology uh, that we think should be continued (laughs) so first of all when i did the artwork i knew like there would be some upset people or whatnot uh simply because you know religion is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people but i also didn't mean to like mock this wasn't like a you to you people um you to the christians like you know it wasn't it was not that. It was literally me saying, oh, I'm back 
I'm back like Jesus. Like that was like the whole thing. I'm not the first person to dress up as Jesus. I'm not the first rapper. I'm not the first artist and I won't be the last. I think the funny part about this is that he's really, I, I think he's genuine. I think he's really genuinely being like, I didn't think this was that really? bad, y'all. Yeah, I do. I think he wow. genuinely was like, oh, I didn't think y'all was going to take. After you did a devil yeah, shoot, yeah. then this is light. That's my point. Okay. Like he done, okay. he done been, <laughs> he done been so far that he's like, y'all mad about this? I did a whole devil situation. <laughs> I was in hell dancing, doing choreo. <laughs> It just seems like he just wants to push the line into like I, I think he does a lot of this stuff just to get attention. Like, yeah. But you know we're seeing that right. It's like we listen to Dave Chappelle's new special, right? Mm. And like he's still saying like I'm gonna say what I want to say and y'all not gonna stop me, right? Like the shock of it all is a thing that I think a lot of people like really live in. Um, and when you have the mindset that there's no such thing as bad press, <laughs> yeah, like you'll do anything, you'll do anything. Uh, I will say, though, that people are very, very, very sensitive just in general. I'm not saying they were being sensitive about this, but I cannot get over the fact that people were genuinely upset that Jonathan Majors was photoshopped into pictures with Coretta Scott King on Martin Luther King. Jr. Oh, Day. yeah, that was like <laughs> then you have people who were like, I don't want to go see Book of Clarence because they're blaspheming Jesus, which they're actually not. Like, it's just mm -hmm. using that time period and making a reference. Um, so I think, you know, we got to look at, like, the spectrum. But ultimately, you know, I guess there's something to be said for the protection of religion by a lot of folks, right? And this idea that, like, you know, Jesus is a sacred person that we cannot um, kind of, like, represent. And, you know, within Islam, you know, uh, Muhammad as well is yeah. not supposed to be at all pictured in any shape, no. way, or form. I mean, I mean, listen, they they putting out a uh, fatwa on you. Mm -hmm. They putting out a hit on you if yeah. you get if you yeah. get too crazy. But I want to hear from you guys. Do you think this apology was like enough, or do you think that he needs to do more? And what would you want to hear from him? If you want to really go for it, call me and do an, ex an example of what his apology should have been. Hit me up, 1855-AMANDA-8. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seals Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and it is time. Yes, we did it. We made it. It is time for my big up today. Who's going to get it? Well, let's find out. Big up, big up. Y'all, today's big up goes to boyfriend of the year, Angres Singh of Fazilka, India. Y'all like, Amanda, why y'all talking? What, what, you, what you talking about? We, well, we had to go all the way across the globe to shout out this man. He was arrested for dressing as his girlfriend to take an exam for her conducted by the Baba Farid University of Health Sciences. <laughs> All right. But actually, he wasn't caught for not looking like her. He was caught because his fingerprints didn't match up correctly and her application was denied. But let me just oh. tell y'all, somebody send me an Angres, okay? Somebody like leave Russell Wilson. Send me an Angres. That's, that's what I'm talking about because men are so limited so often in what they can bring to a situation. Oh, money, protection, ah. Uh. Your man said, I'm going to bring knowledge. The okay. 
and a wig. That's what he said. <laughs> okay. And if y'all look up the story, you will see that like they low key look like each other. I'm not even saying. Oh, like <laughs> I'm not even joking. All right, let's go into our let down. Today's let down is the first verse in the greatest love of all. Because apparently Whitney Houston was delusional when she sang Happily, the children are our future. <laughs> there is a baby on the internet protesting homework. Uh, uh, let's let's listen to this child. Let's let's homework give him a Homework is basically school at home. You doing homework at home when you really supposed to do stuff at school? Ain't school the place to learn? Home is to come from school, chill, get on your tab to get on again what you want to do. Oh man. But the teachers want to take like 30 minutes of your time, an hour of your time, just to give you homework. They do this to bother you. I don't know why they do that, but that's teachers. All our kids, all our kids, put your hands up. All my kids, put your hands up. All my kids, put your hands up. Let's get in these streets. Okay, first and foremost, um, this why this country so dumb. Because because learning is not priority, okay? Because his parent is who allowed this to get taped and then thought it would be funny to put it up. You the one failing parent. Mm. That baby says school is for learning. Home ain't for that. Home is for me to get home, relax, and get on my tablet. I beg to differ. We in trouble. We are a country that is so far behind that we need to do all kind of homework in the bus work, okay? Mm-hmm. Riding the roller coaster work. Everywhere we at, we should be trying to figure it out. And I know, y'all, there are parents out there who do this, right? Like, you always factor learning in. Like, even if y'all are at the playground, it's like, all right, how many swings are there? Okay, now, how many sticks are there? <laughs> like, because that's the kind of parent I would be. All and I want to also uh, hip a little homie to this. You know, there's another option, Playboy. You could always do hard labor. Yeah. Okay? Because they really trying to make that a thing in this country. They done said, we going to let kids out of school after eighth grade and they could do hard labor. Kids his age in other countries are making his tablets with their little fingers wow. instead of getting to go to school. That's a fact. So we need to get little homie on track. It is a 100% privilege that you get to go to school every day and that you get homework. I just paid today for the second year in a row for 28 students in Kenya to go to high school because they couldn't afford it otherwise. And the just let me let y'all, let y'all know, the cost of 28 students going to school in Kenya, going to high school in Kenya, is less than the cost of a year of daycare in America. Mm. I got a young student over here in uh, Buffalo, New York, sponsor as well. <laughs> We're doing our part. We're doing our part. So that's your big up let down for today. Uh, shout out to all of our educators. Put your hands in the air. Put your hands in the air. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back 
the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. We just had our big up let down and we was talking about this little baby who's 10 years old. He got the let down because he said there's too much homework. But we have our resident dad in the building, DJ Supreme. Hey. How does homework exist in your home? Well, homework, they get the homework from school and I give additional assignments. Like I'll get those little workbooks from Target or whatever mm. um, with math facts and reading and different things like that. So you can earn time to be on a tablet or the PlayStation ah. or something like that. So if you want, you know, 30 minutes of game time, you got to do 10 worksheets or just different little incentives like that to make it kind of like you're playing a game to get this work yeah. done as well. Yeah, it's levels to it. <laughs> was that something that you came up with yourself? Did you learn that from just like from other parents? Like how did that become a part of your regime? That was during the pandemic because my son was just starting school when the pandemic started. So learning was in our routine. So it will be different things. So I just kind of made that part of the day. And it's just been a thing that really stuck. Because it's kind of like re-educating yourself, too, when you're looking through these workbooks. Like, oh, I remember I used to have to do this. I know how to do this. No problem. So, you know. Can you do long division? Yes. Because, you know, these kids, they got new ways of doing math that apparently a lot of parents are like, I can't do it. My son is nice with the long division, too. (laughs) Whatever they taught him in school, like, he's doing it in his head. So, shout out to him. Shout out to my Flex! We love it! All right, you heard that. So, that's a little tip for parents out there. If you're looking for a way to bring in some extra education in your home, but not make it too OD, you just heard it from DJ Supreme. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. We're going to get into another edition of Am I Trip? So keep it right here to find out some good advice from yours truly, me, Amanda Seals. <laughs> the Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. show welcome 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 not that i care but the 75th emmys just passed yay these white people awards just passed um but shout to some of our sisters who came through quinta brunson she won an emmy award for best actress in the comedy series and uh niecy nash betts she won for best supporting actress in a limited series for her role as glenda cleveland and dahmer i did not see the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer story because I just wasn't into that. Uh, But big up to one of our other sisters, Elton John. Uh, He became an EGOT. So he won an Emmy for Best Variety Special Live and an EGOT means you have an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So shout out to everybody. I'm a big Elton John fan. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Benny and the Jets. I like Benny and the Jets. I like that. I like that. It's funky. (laughs) You know what? That was a time. That was a time. Uh, Coming up this hour, we got time. We got time to explain some things. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we're just asking like, am I tripping? Am I being sensitive? Am I bugging? And we want an objective opinion. Well, your girl Amanda Seals is here to be just that. If you want to get an I'm not tripping verdict from me, all you got to do 
is go to Seals Said It. That's our Instagram, Seals Said It. Send us a DM with your situation and we'll get to it, right? We also got a block quiz. It's a black pop quiz, what it is. And uh, our resident historian, Ernest Krim, will join us. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Also remember, we have our group chat topic of the week and we want to hear from you. Do you believe that the Illuminati is real? The Illuminati! (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts on the Illuminati and Hollywood or politics just in general? We want to hear from you because I feel like some people really take it seriously and I want your thoughts. 1-855-AMANDA-8 is the number. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Shout out to everybody out there who is, you know, just kind of like in a scenario where you're in your head on how to respond. Because that's really what Am I Tripping is about, right? Supreme, like, how do I react to this situation? Okay. So the way Am I Tripping works is people follow us on Instagram at Seal Said It. And then they send us their Am I Tripping story to see if they are reacting in like, you know, a legit way or if maybe they out of pocket. And, you know, I am the common sense specialist. So let's break it down. Here we go. Hi, Amanda. My name is Tiffany and I need some advice. I met a guy a few months ago at a party. We danced all night and exchanged numbers and we've seen each other almost every day since then. If I don't see him, we talk on the phone. Okay, this is cute. He told me that he was not interested in a relationship the day we met. Here we go. But (laughs) we've been going through the motions as if we are starting a relationship. The SEX is good. The conversation is great. We have a lot of fun together. We've even spent the holidays together. But about a week ago, I was out at a happy hour And lo and behold, he was having dinner with a woman. (laughs) I was shocked. They even left the spot together. I texted him and he didn't even reply until the next day. I have not said anything to him about it yet. And he doesn't know that I saw him. Ooh, the plot thickens. When I asked him, like, what did he do that day? He said, nothing really. Just watched the game with some friends. My feelings are really hurt and I'm pissed. He told me he really likes me. He calls me wifey. Oh, that's wild. And he spend, we spend lots of time together, but he never told me he was seeing other people. Am I tripping? Should I be mad? Would I be wrong to tell him I saw him there with old girl? Is she the same kind of friend that I am? Could there be more of these so-called friends? Mm. Well, let's discuss when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we are in the middle of Am I Trippin'? Now, by the way, when we be recording the show, we be having people on Instagram Live, and they be having some hilarious commentary. So if you want to not miss out on our recording times, make sure you follow us at Seal Said It so you can join in. Okay, so basically the situation is this. Tiffany says she met a guy a few months ago. They hit it off. He told her the day they met that he wasn't interested in a relationship, but they've been acting real relationshipy. You know, they physically, they've been in the bed. They got good conversation. He even calls her wifey. They even spent the holidays together. I wonder if they took pictures in matching pajamas. Um, But a week ago, she saw him out with another woman. She didn't say anything. She asked, but well, she didn't say anything, but she asked him what he did that night. He didn't say, um, But she said she doesn't know. She didn't know that he was seeing other people and she's pissed and she wants to know if she's tripping. 
Yes, ma'am, you are <laughs> Trippany. And we're taking your name from Tiffany to Trippany. Okay. Here's the reason why. To me, the first sign of tripping was you allowing for it to act like a relationship, even though he did not claim it as a relationship. Yeah. And that's something that I have absolutely made the mistake of doing. Really just kind of dealing with the actions versus the words, right? Because we'd be like, well, their actions are showing me something different. When people's words and their actions Mm-mm. don't line up, that is already a problem. Don't fall for it. Two, you can't let nobody call you wifey yeah. that ain't claiming you. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The same way that like women will like play girlfriend with people, you know, just because it makes it feel good about themselves. Men do the same thing. All right. Absolutely. I absolutely been fake girlfriend to people and didn't even know because it felt like emotionally, you know, cozy for them. It feels good. Yeah. But that can't you can't let that ride, even spending the holidays. And the thing about it is like so many of us, we just want connection. So we'll just go along with this stuff. But then we get our we, 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 we get our panties in a bunch because we're not still treating it as what it is. If you just want connection then just say it like say that you just want connection. But don't try and call it something. Baby, this is a situation ship. Yeah. Hardcore. So she said that she was upset. Here's the thing. You have reached the zenith. OK. And uh, what was our word of the day yesterday? Oh, oh, we, oh, oh, uh, Onika, Onita, Onika, no, <laughs> Nikira, something like. Oh, I'll know it on Friday. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, let me tell you, she's in a dream world, and this is the time where you need to tell him what it is. I have feelings for you. I want something real. If he doesn't want it, you gonna have to let it go. It's twenty twenty four. We got to keep it real with everybody and most importantly, ourselves. That's your edition of I'm tripping. Am I tripping? If you would like some advice, just mm. send me a DM at Seals Said It. Would you like to add anything? Our resident cisgendered heterosexual black male? I, I think um, I think you covered it all. And I think it's up to the women to do that, too, because if you don't set boundaries, he will run wild and have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. I know I've been there. <laughs> Yeah, you got to set the boundaries and let them know what it is. Also, just by the way, if y'all weren't smashing, he would not be there every day. We'll be yeah. right back to the Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and the team right here at the Amanda Seals Show is on it right now because it is time to get into a block quiz. It's a black pop quiz, what it is. All right. Let's get into it. TJ, you are going to be the proctor, and Professor Supreme and I are going to be the students. Let's hit it. Okay, we got a lot of pop culture and current events here. So question number one, multiple choice. Which former president just scored an Emmy for outstanding narration? Obama. Obama. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Former (laughs) President Barack Obama won a Creative Arts Emmy for outstanding narrator. That was was for his his, uh, Netflix documentary series, Working, What We Do All Day. They just be wanting to give him stuff. It probably wasn't even that great. 
If he ain't narrating the poem about ceasefire, I don't want to hear it. If he oh, ain't God. narrating the podcast about ceasefire, I don't want to hear it. Obama. Okay. Question number two. Which of the following is in critically short supply at U.S. hospitals? Is it A, gloves? Blood. B, B Amanda Seals. You are correct. I was waiting for them all. I was letting the lady get them all. <laughs> blood. Dude, we need blood out here. I need to go and donate because I have Oneg mm. because I'm a superhero. Hospitals are at a 20-year low as it relates to blood. It's an emergency blood shortage in our U.S. hospitals right now. Thank you. I'm, I am I will go because as a uh, Oneg blood type, I can give blood to anybody, but I can't. I can only receive from Oneg. Next. <laughs> it is award season. So which movie won a number of the major categories at the 2024 Golden Globe Awards? Was it A, Barbie, B, Oppenheimer, C, Avatar, The Way of the Water, Amanda Seals for the win. Damn, Damn. <laughs> You know what? I just saw a headline that was like, it's not a Barbie world. (laughs) It's an Oppenheimer world. Like, that's what. Mm. And then I kept scrolling. But that stuck with me. And uh, Supreme, I don't think you uh, you didn't make it onto the to the board. I we were even keeping score on this one. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's three zero. Okay, that's what's up. Well, Supreme, you may get this one. What artist says he's unaware of a lawsuit that led to a judge awarding $10.5 million to six women? Um, the game? Puff Daddy. Is it A, Diddy? Is it B, R. Kelly? R. Kelly. Is it- it's R. Kelly. It's R. Kelly. It is R. Kelly. Robert Kelly. So does he have to pay them? Uh, yes, he does. He better keep ghostwriting in that prison. All bad for him. All bad. You know what? I think he is ghostwriting in that prison, too. Oh, I wasn't joking. I was serious. He's absolutely ghostwriting. Listen to some of these songs I hear. These people can't write. No, yeah. they're getting it from this, you know, pedophilic uh, abuser. For the law. You know? <laughs> 10.5 mil is not some light amount of bread. So right. It's not like he and, don't got time, y'all. He got time. Right. Yeah. He he said, I, didn't, yeah I didn't even know. Yeah, so R. Kelly... He don't know a lot of things. He don't know when people are 15. He don't know when he got cases against him. He just seems like he's just, he don't know how to read. He just don't know nothing, do he? Yeah. Well, thank you for proctoring our plot, our block quiz of the day. And shout out to me. The winner is the Magic Seals. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. to Amanda Seals. Well, welcome to me and welcome to the show. The Amanda Seals Show. Hello, hello. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, You know, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. At this point in the show, every day, we teach y'all a word. Okay? It's the word of the day section. We want to expand our vocabulary. And this week, we expanding because I ain't heard this word either. I I had never heard yesterday's word and I ain't never heard this word neither. The word is bunkum. 
Bum <laughs> Bum Kung Bunk Bunkum B-U-N-K-I-M Bumkim By the way it's an informal word Bumpkin No oh. Bunkum Okay Bunkum that sounds like I think like, I actually have heard this. Go ahead. That sounds like country bumpkin. But bump. it is not that word, so please stop going back to that. Okay. <laughs> it <bunkin'>. Well, that <laughs> um yeah, bump come. Um bun Kim. Bunkin. Kim. Bunkin. Okay. Um It sounds foreign. It does. It does. I'm going to have to say Someone that is not country, someone that's a modern. The fact uh, that you are still attacking. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I won't let it go. <laughs> someone that's a very modern person, a, a diplomat. <laughs> um. So, no, <laughs> it okay. is a noun, and it's a word that refers to foolish or insincere talk. Okay. Nonsense, gibberish. It's literally the epitome of all these idiots talking a bunch of bunkin. Anytime <laughs> we can use that clip, I'm with it. <laughs> For y'all who don't know, that's my mom talking. All these idiots talking a bunch of bunkin. That's essentially okay. what she's saying. That statement Biden released on Israel and Chesa was full of bunkin. Mm. There you go. All right, coming up this hour, we're going to have politicians say the bunkum things. Um, 60 second headlines, and we got a big up, let down. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Every Friday, I share the things I learned this week. And I love when you guys share things that you have learned this week. So please hit me up, 1 855 Manda 8, especially if you be scrolling, you know, like you run across things all the time that like you just did not know. And I want to know. So share it with me, all right? That's what community is. We share the knowledge. So we're going to get into that and y'all going to call us up and we're going to share it. All right, we'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals and it is time because every day, somehow, we get a situation where politicians say the darnest things. While on Fox News, presidential candidate Nimrata Haley. Haley is her married name. Her real name is like Rawadamanamanama. Okay. Mm. Something like that. Presidential candidate uh, Nikki Haley, who is constantly denying uh, by just her existence, her Indian heritage. Her family literally emigrated here from India. She don't never be talking about it. But all of a sudden she brought it up when she said America is not a racist country. Play the clip. Are you a racist party? Are you involved in a racist party? No. We're we're not a racist country, Brian. We've never been a racist country. Our goal is to make sure that today is better than yesterday. Are we perfect? No. But our goal is to always make sure we try and be more perfect every day that we can. I know I faced racism when I was growing up, but I can tell you today is a lot better than it was then. Our goal is to lift up everybody, not go and divide people on race or gender or party or anything else. We've had enough of that in America. That's why I'm so passionate about doing this. I don't want my kids growing up where they're sitting there thinking that they're disadvantaged because of a color or a gender. I want them to know that if they work hard, they can do and be anything they want to be in America. I 
All these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. <laughs> it's just not true. It's just not true. I mean, we talked earlier about the gaslighting, right? About these politicians and government officials, et cetera, and how they just like, they made a lifestyle. They've made a literal living off of gaslighting. And here we go. Here's another example. Unequivocally, without nuance, I'm not speaking from opinion. This is an actual fact. America is a racist country. Say it again. <laughs> you gotta tell me twice. America is a racist country. That is not me taking a side or taking a stance. That's literally fact-based. That is shown not just in the legacy of legislation, but even in how this country was formed. This country was founded on the basis of slavery. The Constitution, though there were black people present at the signing of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, it says in the text, this is for only landowning white men. Mm. The Supreme Court consistently supported the suppression and oppression of black people and continues to do so. This is a racist country. And it will never be anything other than that if we continue to pretend it is not. As we have learned in therapy, in addiction, etc., we always say what? The first step to change is acknowledging the problem. Mm. Even in science. You can't solve a hypothesis until you make one. So there's that. And you know what? Her and the other fool who is more racist than, I don't know, than than the third K and KKK, uh, DeSantis, both of them was neck and neck in the Iowa caucus. Wow. So, yeah. So just know that when I say America is a racist country, when anyone says America is a racist country, they aren't speaking politically. They're speaking historically and factually, which is why I'm still annoyed to this day that Kamala Harris opened her mouth and said otherwise. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Real quick, we we talked about uh, during politicians say the darnest thing. This 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 idea that Nikki Haley put forward that America is not a racist country, and we recently saw South Africa bring a case to the Hague, right? So that is the UN International Court of Justice against Israel, accusing them of genocide, and they had to lay out a case of why they feel that Israel should be charged with genocide. And Israel's response was not, in my opinion, in anywhere close to the cohesion of South Africa's case. But when it comes to like, is America racist? If we had to bring a case. (laughs) Guilty as hell. (laughs) That's it. That's it. 
Listen, if we had to bring a case, we would not even have to get past one day of comments and the jury would be like, we're back, we're back. Please stop, please, please, please stop. Uh, but we talked about that on the show. We talked about a number of other things on the show. Joe Biden leaving out Palestine and his acknowledgement of what of the first hundred days since October 7th. We had the big up let down, which was a really good time where we involved a ride or die boyfriend, some fingerprints and a disgruntled student. And uh, Ernest Krim came through and joined us for why you bringing up old ish. But I will say that I just feel like today was a really good show. So if you missed it, don't sweat it. You can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Tell a friend that the Amanda Seals show is in the building. If you're looking for a place to listen, laugh, and learn, if you're looking for a high vibration, if you're looking to get past and stop involving in yourself and your time in the BS of celebrity and, you know, rappers and things that don't actually advance you, then this is where you need to be every single day right here at the Amanda Seals Show. All right, uh, tomorrow we got our group chat Thursday. So we're going to talk about a number of things. We got Gen Zers are apparently afraid of getting old, which is so odd to me because I was so hyped to get older. Uh, but we want to hear from you guys about that. I feel like your 30s is better than your 20s. Your 20s is definitely better than your teens. And I've heard it. 50s is really where it's at. So we're going to get into that. We're also going to be joined by comedian Leonard Robinson as our headliner of the week. So he's going to get in on the combo. And we got all of that happening right here. So make sure to check us out tomorrow at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. I will see y'all in Chicago. Can't wait to come through and tell y'all these jokes and show y'all the Amanda Seals produced in Amanda We Trust documentary. And also just to get in the room with y'all and talk about a path forward. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. If you haven't got your tickets, you still got a bit of time. So go to uh, AmandaSeals.com. Everyone stay safe. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.